0: Hey everyone, and welcome to this, the fourth episode of Good Friday Films, a podcast where we chat about movies with a Christian perspective. My name is Joe, and I'm joined again by my friend Tiller. Tiller, how are your energy levels tonight? Really good. I'm um, feeling a lot more rested than I was a few days ago.
1: Um, good to be here. Yeah, Looking good. forward to reviewing this.
0: Did you get a good chance to rest um, today? We were we were both on a, a conference. Yeah. <laughs> Post-conference rest, yes. Yeah.
1: yeah, was feeling a little down, um, sick coming back from conference, but I've had um, yesterday and today to, to recover and uh, recuperate and relax, so it's yeah, been no. nice.
0: No, it's been good. I um, had a bit of work to do yesterday. I was returning a van and today doing, like, my receipts, yeah, my, my money stuff. Um, But for the most part, it's been good It's been restful Yeah Um, For new listeners, uh, this podcast is where we discuss popular movies Plus, like, the themes and values we can get out of them Mm. Um, My disclaimer is that we aren't pastors We're not super qualified by any means But we really hope that you guys can get something encouraging or thought-provoking from our discussion That's right Um, We just like talking about movies We do Um, So, in this episode, we're continuing our, or I guess finishing up our journey through Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy, finishing up with The Dark Knight Rises. Mm. Uh, what were your initial thoughts going into, I guess, re-watching this? I looked at the length of the film. And it was two <laughs> hours and 45 minutes. And
1: yeah. you see, there was a time when I enjoyed long films. Yeah. But it's gotten to that point in my life where I'm like, man, that's- very long sitting yeah Um, I
0: I struggled to to make the time for it (laughs) it was it was long and it's not like it's not the first time I've seen it either I'm like I've seen it quite a few times so Mm. I I knew the entire plot I knew it was coming up and I'm like oh okay yeah." yeah Same. same. <laughs> <laughs> no, Essentially, this is how I felt going yeah. into it. I'm um, um, being honest to to everyone listening. I didn't get to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> I, my my scheduling, my timing was not perfect. So I still have like ten minutes left. Yeah, but I was like, ah, well, I've I know what happens in the end. Yeah, yeah. I um, yeah. So I was, I guess, not as keen to to rewatch this one mm. as I was the first two. Pretty much the same as you. Yeah. Okay. Well, the uh, the Dark Knight. Uh, for those who haven't seen it, even though it's been out for a while, The Dark Knight is a 2012 superhero film directed by Christopher Nolan, eight years after the events of The Dark Knight. But the Dark Knight Rises. Sorry, guys. Let me start that again. The Dark Knight Rises is a 2012 superhero film. That's uh, The plot is, eight years after the events of The Dark Knight, the terrorist Bane forces Bruce Wayne to resume his role as Batman and save Gotham City from nuclear destruction. Um, the cast... Is Christian Bale, Michael Caine, Gary Oldman, Morgan Freeman all returning. And we have some newcomers with Anne Hathaway, Tom Hardy, Marion Cotillard, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. All kind of playing some key roles there. Um, The budget was $300 million and had a box office of over a billion again. um, So, the second one, I think The Dark Knight also hit a billion. But this one uh, is the highest grossing Batman film to date. Yeah. Of all Batman films. Um, and it's actually the seventh highest grossing of all time. Wow. So, very successful. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Christopher Nolan was hesitant to return. He wasn't planning to do a third one, like he wasn't planning to do the second one. Yeah. But he decided to, I guess, get the third one going just so that we can have a satisfying conclusion. Yeah. So, I'm glad on that that end. Like, mm. it does, I think, wrap up the trilogy nicely. Yeah. Um, makes it more complete compared to the how the last one ended, especially. Yeah. Being very rim um yeah one actually out of the cast one person that i was surprised to see if you guys if you've seen top gun maverick mm-hmm. um glenn powell like the kind of the bad boy pilot guy from that yeah okay. with the blonde hair yeah. he's in this briefly is he yeah the uh-huh. one scene where they're at the stock exchange i noticed he's like getting his ah, shoes polished yeah so okay. i was like that's cool you know <laughs> there he was making his way up and now he's in this massive movie <laughs> um but yeah tiller non-spoiler plot summary what happened in this movie Well, as Joseph
1: said, we find ourselves eight years after the events of The Dark Knight in Gotham, and this is the third installment of uh, Bruce Wayne uh, learning another hard life lesson instead of listening to Alfred, as he he should. Um, Again, it's, yeah, Bruce overcoming fear, fears, and that theme, again, just threaded through the whole entire trilogy it's
0: funny that isn't it yeah
1: um and so yeah he has he's forced to don on the mask and and the, and the cape again um with some new foes rising in the city well mm. or, or should i say old foes <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey um so and yeah we get to go on adventure with uh, batman again
0: yeah, great. Yeah. Thanks. That- you sounded a bit more prepared this time. around. <laughs> you knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought about it. Yeah, you-, you put some thoughts beforehand. Yeah. Um, I-, I might just replace my chair because it's creaking and then we'll yep. get into it. Oh, all right. Back into it. So for those of you who uh, I guess haven't seen the movie, you don't want to be spoiled. We will discuss it with a non-spoiler um, uh, non spoiler thoughts first, and then we'll get into some spoilers. So feel free to stick around while we just talk about that. Mm. But yeah, I guess I haven't has, had as much time to um think through considering I only just watched it today. But did you have any I guess initial thoughts around the movie um after just watching it? Um, initial thoughts: things you liked, things you didn't like,
1: things that I didn't like. I brought this up before, but the length of it yeah, I think it'd be very
0: long. Shorter, um. You get to, like, an hour and a half in, and then there's still an hour to go, (laughs) and then that's, like, when the actual main kind of plot thing happens. Yeah. So, it is very long. Yes. I didn't really like that. I didn't like that. Yeah. Um,
1: Aside from that, um, it's still an all-round good film. Um, Like, a good plot. Yeah. Um, I like how they try and throw you off. With the bad guy reveal at the end,
0: yeah, yeah, um, there's some interesting twists in this. Yes, that's so nice. That was really, and good. I think watching it, knowing, I guess where it's all going, they do actually like you can you could predict it. Yes, it's not like hidden things or yeah. They make make um. I feel like it, it answers a lot of questions. Even watching it again this time, I'll get into it in spoilers, mm. but there's some things in there I'm like, oh, obviously that's why that happened, whereas previously I watched it, I'm like, what, why is this happening? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I liked, again, Christopher Nolan great with his practical stunts. Yeah. I I haven't seen the behind the scenes like for a while, but that whole plane stunt, there's a big plane stunt at the start of the movie. Yep. I thought that's really- Effective. Yeah. So cool. That was cool. And I'm pretty confident they did perform some aspect of that, like practically, Mm. like real people, like around a plane or something. Yep. Which is pretty impressive.
1: I did enjoy seeing the stadium implode. Yeah. Yeah. That was satisfying. That was cool. See that happen and the guy just running. Yeah. (laughs) I was wondering if he, like, knew. Yeah, because no, <laughs> I
0: think that's one of the only. That's a CGI effect, actually. Yeah. Where the stadium collapses. Yeah. Looked um, really cool. It though. looked re- That was really good. Mm. Yeah. Bane. Of course, yes. you've got to talk about Bane. Got to talk about Tom Hardy. Mm. I think he did a great job. Do
1: you know, apparently, he had to eat, like, a couple of pizzas a day to get into that? It's just like In order to bulk up. Yeah. It's really good for his heart <laughs> yeah. to be
0: eating that much junk food just well, bulk up really quickly. The criticisms I've heard of his portrayal of Bane is that he's not that like big. Because for any of you people who like comics or read the Batman comics, Bane is like he's huge. He's yeah, like okay. Hulk equivalent. He yeah. takes like this this like venom injection stuff that really makes him massive. Yeah. And so, I mean, Christopher Nolan obviously has a more grounded approach. That's right. Um, but I think they really shot it. I
1: thought it was massive.
0: Yeah, it makes him feel so imposing. The way they, like, would give him an up sort of- up, yeah, an upwards angle angle Where you,
1: like, you feel.
0: Like, yeah, and then they, eyes- they kind of add, like, a subtle booming as he takes steps and That's stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I think his performance really shines just, like, his eyes yeah. are so intimidating. Yeah. Like, from when he's first introduced. Yep. He just is staring and then he just glances. <laughs> Looks <laughs> yeah. sideways and you're like, ooh, I don't want him to be looking at me. <laughs> He's a cold figure, man. Like you yeah. feel
1: his coldness, um, in in the
0: scenes that he does. So, yep. super yeah, super imposing. Mm. Um so and the one thing I guess another thing that I didn't really like about the movie is his voice. I think. Really? Well, it's it's difficult because I, I like his voice in the sense of I like the way he chose to um I guess, portray Bane yeah. and try to, like, I guess, his, the way he spoke. Yeah. But the sound editing yeah. is just so weird for this movie. And I really- His voice at no point for me feels like it's coming from him in the scene. Yeah. It always okay. feels like it's coming off camera. <laughs> yeah. Like, which is, clearly has. It's been dubbed after the fact. Yeah. It, okay. It, it feels that way. Yep. Um, Which kind of took me out a couple of times. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, you kind of can't see his mouth moving, so... Yeah,
0: but I was even watching, like, his throat, because, like, you talk and <laughs> your throat's meant to move. And yeah, you okay. It, and, like, some parts it is, and some other parts it's clearly part. not talking. Okay. And so. I wasn't looking for his throat, so... Yeah, look, I'm, I'm looking <laughs> for... <laughs> Joe's pretty particular. <laughs> those <are> eyes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Nah, so that was good. So, the opening stunt scene was really good. I think the score, again, was, was decent. Yeah. I don't think it was as... Like as, as good compelling. as some of the previous ones. As the Dark Knight scores, yeah, yeah, yeah. the um Bane's theme, like what was that? Was that at the start? That's like throughout the whole movie. When Bane's on screen, okay. it kind of does, that. and that's the yeah. whole like the rise anthem. Yeah, um, I yeah. liked that. That part's obviously memorable. Yeah, but it really, to me, very noticeably with the sound, mm. like the balancing of it. And I remember watching it in, when it came out in the theaters, mm. like. The bass is just so immense, like, shaking the theatre, <laughs> sure. and then now just watching it on Netflix. Yeah. Um, it's not the same. It's like, well, it's just all off, I feel. Like, yeah, at okay. some points, the score's just, like, so quiet, mm. because you've got the bass going, yep. and then the dialogue isn't really, like, fitting in right, and so yeah. that's probably another another criticism.
1: Yeah, for fair. It. Maybe they tried to do too much.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, because I think that it's funny, because the other two movies it didn't have that issue. No. Um, but then going forward, I feel like Christopher Nolan gets a lot of criticism now about his his mixing, <laughs> 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 like um, Dunkirk, Tenet. Yeah. Um,
1: well, he's not really responsible for sound necessarily, is he? He's the director of the film, but I yeah. But he'd, I mean, generally, he'd have a
0: team. They'd he'd be sitting in while um, they're mixing it. Yeah. Um, he might not be the one actually doing it, but yeah. generally, he'd be like listening to the edits or something. I feel like that would be on the sound engineers and yeah, you know,
1: sorts of people to like make sure that. Oh, but, for sure. But fair, yeah. Yeah. I he just, gets the I think final call, I suppose.
0: That's right. And I think it's like, it noticeable because the previous ones didn't have it, but then going forward, like, all these movies kind of have a similar bouncing. Yeah, right. Balancing. So, he just loves that bass. Yeah. He's just like, nah, nah, I want, that. <laughs> <laughs> I want the theatre to shake. Get that bass up. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah. But mm. that's okay. You know, I got past it. That's fair. Um, Yeah. Any Anything, like, that you really enjoyed or something that s- stood out to you? Um. There's some funny, witty lines from um, yep.
1: some of the people. Yeah, in, some funny um, moments. Fox, that scene where he's like, nothing like air superiority. Yeah. <laughs> or after the um, uh, chase scene, Batman gets, is trying to get oh, away from yeah, the like cops. Oh, yeah, like all the cops are kind of, yeah. Yeah. a lot of one-liners in and there. And the, uh, I, what, I forget what his position is in the police force, but yeah. he's like, how could you guys let him escape? And the guy on the radio is like, He's got a lot of firepower. Yeah, I you just- don't, <laughs> and that cracked me up. Yeah, it genuinely got me. I was That's laughing. Yeah. yeah,
0: no, it's, it's got some funny moments like that. Um, yeah. I felt uh, well, Alfred is not in a lot of this movie. No, and the parts that he is in, it kind of feels like his character's been reduced to just like big speeches. It's yeah. <laughs> well, he's just like telling stories. Like, yeah. I think it was three scenes in a row. He's talking to Bruce. Yeah, Bruce will say something, and then Alfred will just basically tell his whole story of, like, sometimes you need to do this, <laughs> and then sometimes you need to think that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, another, I guess another really long speech from Alfred.
1: Generational
0: gap there. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> um, yeah. But the performances really stood out for me with Christian Bale. Yeah. Um, Michael Caine. Mm. That one scene, like, they kind of get into a disagreement. Mm. Uh, that was that's probably the most compelling scene in the whole movie for yeah, me. Yeah, okay. Like, you feel the most emotion, emotion. invested. Yeah. Um, you see it on their f- in their performances. The tears yeah. coming from Michael Caine's um Yeah, and even, even Christian Bale. Even Christian like, Bale, yeah. Just raw emotion. So, I was mm. impressed by that, especially compared to a lot of the other scenes where, uh, I mean, we don't have bad, they're not bad actors at any point, but like Joseph Gordon-Levitt, um, for me, never really portrayed as much emotion. Yeah, he was um, kind of- very kind of flat yeah. over a lot of it. Yeah, that's the right word for it. Um, but, yeah, so those those were some good performances. I enjoyed
1: Anne Hathaway's performance as well. Yeah, I think she did um, really well. Catwoman as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there were
0: some really clever scenes of her, like, being this kind of really um, manipulative criminal. Yeah, um, being able to
1: switch emotions so quickly from, yeah. like, terrified to, like, smooth,
0: yeah. manipulative that's criminal. That's right. Yeah. I, I I really liked that betrayal of her. Mm. Um some other things I, I wasn't as much of a fan of. This is, I guess, throughout the entire trilogy. Mm. But the choreography for me really kind of fell down even more in this one of the yeah, fights. Okay. Yeah. Like um, the brawls? The brawls. The brawls between yeah. Batman and Bane as well. Specifically Batman and Bane is like where it stands out the most. Yeah. It's like the slowest fighting ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm going to hit you. <laughs> oh, it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so for me, that kind of like, at, at times, I'm like, this- doesn't really feel like Batman is as impressive. As impressive, yeah. yeah. And he's I guess that is kind scenes. of the point. Yeah, right? he, I mean, he's gotten- This is eight years Eight on. years after. He's got no
1: cartilage in his knees. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And it, that's what I did find interesting was- So, the first one is him becoming Batman. Mm. The second one is him learning- Well, he's He's, at his he's in his prime, yeah. The second one, but all that power- or that like physical force, he can't beat the Joker. Yeah. Um it's more about like he, 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 his rules get in the way of him. And this one, it's now his physical abilities get in um, the way. Fail him. Yeah. Which in some aspects make this movie- that, that might be why this movie isn't as compelling. Because mm. the um the obstacle for Batman is kinda less interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's now just like, oh he's old. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> yep. can't hit hard enough. Yeah. Compared to Oh, how do you how do you b- battle someone who like doesn't care about the rules and you yep. can hit them as hard as you want and they don't care. They don't care. Yeah. yeah so. Well, yeah. There's
1: that line where he's uh, Alfred's just chatting to him. He's like, "What are you gonna do when you like you have to face Bane?" And he's like, "I'll hit him harder." And yeah. <laughs> just like, "Yeah, Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I think
0: um, overall the whole arc of Bruce Wayne in this, I think it's it's good." I think it's like it's interesting, yeah. Um, kind of learning. And we'll, I guess we'll get into that a bit more in spoilers. Mm. Um, but I guess how the way he weighs up compared to someone like Bane mm. in his um, I guess his purpose yep. or his motivations. Yep, I find some of that interesting. Yeah, but yeah, it does take a long time to get to it. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Any Any other thoughts before we get into spoilers?
1: Um, <clears throat> I like. Um, how in this film, Batman? I guess is, I guess the city's re- Go- Gotham is realizing less and less. They need to be less reliant on Batman. Mm. The idea of him becoming a symbol um, for people that anyone can become Batman just right. by doing the right thing wherever you yeah, are, whatever your right. circumstances
0: might be. I like that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's true. Cool I think. Um, yeah, they really do address. That whole the whole way they leave off the last movie of like well they address it maybe they are not interested as fully as they could have yeah or the idea of like um they like the Harvey Dent ended up becoming corrupted and yeah they, they hide all that they conceal it all from the public mm. and the question of if that was right or if they they should have done something yeah differently. there's a whole scene yeah so I think some of that's pretty interesting yeah um yeah. Uh overall, I'd say it's a it was a pretty good movie. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. How do you how do you think it ranks up compared to the other two? Um,
1: I would say um I remember giving Batman Begins a seven and then uh, yep. the, the Dark Knight was a it was a nine point five point five, yeah. Uh this one's an eight
0: for me. An eight. Wow, yeah. so better than the first one. I would say so. Wow, I mm-hmm. wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This one I think is the worst one for me. Yeah. Okay. It's still pretty good. Yeah. But I think number one beats this one out. Um, just pacing. Yeah. Good original story. Original. Well, semi-original. I mean, it is based on the comics. Yeah. Um, that's true. But
1: it is like. That's a good original film.
0: Yeah. That's right. An original take on Batman in cinema. Mm. Um, and I just enjoy, I guess, the the plot of that more. Yeah. Um, but this one, yeah, I still enjoy it. I think this one gets a lot of hate yeah a lot of people kind of criticize it i'm like it's still like a good movie still a good film yeah Yeah. it's still nice to watch maybe just you have to be in the right mood (laughs) and like i think that shows where i was keen to watch one and two again yeah this one i'm like i think i've seen that one enough (laughs) 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 yeah okay all right so that those are our ratings Mm. um if you haven't seen it definitely watch it first Mm. time watching it's great. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. It's more on like the third and fourth time that you kind of go, mm, mm, yeah. Not as good as as on those viewings, but yeah, go watch it. Um, it's there's a reason it it grossed a billion. Yeah. Um, not bad. Mm. All right, spoilers. Uh let's get into it. Um if you if you don't want to be spoiled, skip ahead. That's or right. Go and watch it and then come back and listen. Mhm. All right. What was uh this movie's best moment for you, Tilla?
1: Movie's best moment for me. Um, just throwing a throwing a curveball when Batman, <laughs> sorry, Bruce Wayne, um, like makes it out of that hole. I think, yeah, yeah very satisfying. Yep, of it. I think.
0: Well, that's kind of the um, that's the start of the third that's the act. Start of the third act, yeah. Where okay. he's like, he's now beaten his inner demon. Yeah, that's right. I think for me, when he first faces Bane, is yeah. probably the best part. Okay, of like. I really like how that was done. Because mm. watching it, it it comes out of the blue. It's just like out of nowhere. Mm. He's like, I oh, need to go meet Bane. Um, this was something I didn't mention before. One of the things that lets this one down is the editing, I feel. Yeah. Okay. It feels like even though it's almost a three-hour long movie, mm. they still struggle to edit all the stuff that they'd filmed. And so, there's <laughs> like- Things they'll be—they'll show one scene and they'll show another scene, mm. and they'll flash back to the other scene. Yeah, and some of the mo- moments feel completely out of place. Mm. But when he goes to um, face Bane, yeah, uh, I really like kind of the the switch of him being trapped in there with the the door closing behind him. Yeah, and the music, like the sounds, just cut That's out. Yeah, and then he just gets completely destroyed. Oh man. <laughs> Just beaten down. Destroyed. How did he come
1: back from that? That's yeah. <laughs> well, in the
0: in the comics, his back it's broken, yes. I think. And yeah. I don't know. I've never read them, so I don't really know how yeah. he recovers from a broken back. But in this, just a displaced disc right <laughs> <wrestler. like>, yeah. <laughs> Easy fix. <laughs> yeah. Just get someone to punch you in the back.
1: <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I guess just running through the plot of the movie. Mm. Starts out um, with- Payne and some mercenaries hijacking a plane to kidnap some, like, scientist.
1: Yep. A physicist, maybe. Yeah. Some
0: some guy who- Expert bombs. Knows um, nuclear yes. physics. Yeah. And then you find out that Batman's retired. Mm. Been retired ever since the last movie. Yeah. He's in hiding. He's in hiding. Um, he's the villain, the city. The right. City. They all think he killed Harvey Dent. That's right. Um, But what's happened to Bruce, his time off duty has kind of aged him. He's a shell of himself. Yeah, Yeah. he's weak. He kind of walks around on a cane. Yeah. uh, And he can't even really um, hold himself up properly. No. Um, Which is interesting, I guess. Maybe just his injuries, as he cools cools down a bit, lets himself go. Yeah. He starts feeling it more. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, Bane ends up coming to Gotham um, to fulfill- what Ra's Al Ghul started, that's he right. wants to destroy Gotham for its evil, mm-hmm. um, and that brings Bruce back. Batman. He's like, well, someone needs to face him. Mm. Um, but in this movie, compared to the last one, he's an idiot. <laughs> 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 like, I, I think that's the thing that has annoyed me the most every time I watch this is, pretty much the first hour and fifteen minutes, mm. everything Bruce Wayne does or Batman does. It's the wrong thing. Yeah. <laughs> he, um. He, he first comes out to face Bane. Yeah. Like, st- assaulting a um stock exchange, completely gets in the way. The cops get distracted. Yep. Bane escapes. Yep. Um. He gets mad at Alfred trying mm. to tell him to not kill himself. Mm. Alfred like kicks Alfred away. Yep. Goes after Bane by himself. Mm. Like that's- what were you thinking? <laughs> yeah, come on, man! <laughs> Devil's lair, lion's lair. Like, yeah. by yourself. <laughs> yeah, so it like that's always annoyed me. But easily trusting as well. He easily yeah, trusts the uh, the criminal cat, cat woman, <laughs> like the person who stole from him. Yeah, <laughs> oh, he was not a very smart man. No, um, but yeah, then he gets his redemption. Yeah, what did you think about that whole scenario? Him in this pit. Yeah, the way to escape is you need to have fear. Mm. Um. I've always found that weird. Like, it feels much more, I guess- Hypothetical. What's the word? Like, it's a, almost a thought exercise rather than a, metaphorical. Metaphorical. It was like a much more metaphorical concept than a physical one. Because the idea is this child made this leap. Yeah. Where this, like, athlete couldn't. No.
1: Which is stupid. <laughs> like, you've got men jumping and they yeah. can't make- yeah.
0: Whereas a child can. you got Batman jumping. Yeah. Like, he's, not, he's not just the average dude. Yeah. He's, uh, he jumps across roofs. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like that part. I it doesn't like- really make sense. That's- that's stupid. <laughs> I think I, I've liked the idea of what it, uh, Christopher Nolan was trying to get at with, like, the values of, well, I guess, you know, having something to that's worth, like, living for. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I feel like he could have done that better. That's always been, been a bit confusing to me. The leap of faith, you know. Yeah. Cut the ropes. Yeah, that's right. Stop having safety nets. Just, yeah, just take the jump. <laughs> take the jump. <laughs> take the risk. Yeah. I guess-
1: the thing with that is if Bruce has the safety net um it almost keeps him in that hole like
0: mm.
1: part of him wants to fail perhaps part of him doesn't want to go He doesn't back want out to there. leave. He doesn't want to leave. Right. I think that's sort of what I was getting from the okay. whole rope thing. Um when you even See Alfred mention it even earlier than that where he's like I'm afraid that you will want to
0: fail. That you want to lose. Yeah, he does. Yeah, maybe that's what he's trying to get at. Yeah. But I don't know if that's articulated very clearly because yeah. he, he does say like no I want to get out of this place to save Gotham. Yeah. But you're right, maybe he just wants cuz he, he at that point he just want to die. He's yeah. like I just want to be dead. Yeah. So maybe it's just his his desire to leave is so low (laughs) (laughs) that he can't make the jump of a child yeah (laughs) but then again there's all these other people who try to make the jump who definitely want to get out (laughs) definitely want to get out yeah and they can't yeah well that's Um, the thing like the the thing is if
1: perhaps Bruce is afraid that if he does this jump without the rope um, he knows that it could lead to his death hmm. and he knows that he can't be the Batman anymore that's a whole thing throughout the story Of this movie is that Bruce thinks all he has left is being Batman. Right. There's more. When he has more to live, that's the only value he has. Yeah, that's all he's put his identity in. Alfred is trying to tell him, like, nah, dude, like, you've got a lot more to live. And he's like, you know, like, (laughs) the the city needs me. You know, he's got this Messiah complex.
0: Yeah, he does. And I think kind of Alfred touches on that of like, you have this, this, it's like the self destructive behavior because he kind of has this idea that he's got nothing left. To, live, to for. live for. That's he why he's a hermit now. Rachel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He kind of put all his hope on this relationship with Rachel and then she dies. So, he's like, well, there's nothing left for me now. Mm. Um, but one thing I wanted to ask you, actually, mm. Alfred says, you know, the city doesn't need Batman. It needs Bruce Wayne. I actually agree with Alfred Do- on that one. Do you- th- Like, in this scenario- Yeah. Where Bane gets a nuclear bomb- Okay. Holds the city hostage, yeah. blows out the bridges. What is Bruce Wayne going to do? Yeah, that's fair. That's a good point, actually. Because I, um, I wanted to actually think about it. I haven't th- put much thought into it. I guess playing devil's advocate to my own argument. Mm. The reason he got access to the nuclear bomb was because Wayne Enterprises kind of f- fell down. Yes. If Wayne had been doing his job of looking after his company- Yeah. They that wouldn't, wouldn't have been able to get the bomb. Happened. So, yeah. You raised so a that's point That's true. There. But they got access to the company because Selena Kyle got his fingerprints and then shorted all, like, s- wasted all his money. Yeah. Basically, I think it was bet all his money on some failing stocks or yeah. something. Yep. So even if he was looking after the company, they could have still done that, right? That's true. But would Selena have done that if he was looking
1: after the company? That's the thing. Would she been able? Well, have been able? Well, because she had to, because Bam was thrown into killer. Wasn't it? No, or- but, yeah, but I'm saying if Bruce was like in proper shape and he was
0: actually doing his part, he was would looking that after himself. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Would that have slipped? But I don't know if that's, it, that would have that would not have been solely dependent on him being pre- active in the company. He would have then also had to be guarding his safe for someone to steal his fingerprints. Yeah, that's fair. Unless, uh, yeah, I don't know. I like the idea that Alfred's getting at there. And I'm like, okay, so what could Bruce have done? And I think in theory before Bane got there, Mm. he probably could have done a lot. Mm. Because the city's all kind of kept holding on to Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent's this guy that's like this hero. Yep. But Bruce could have really stepped up to the plate at this point. He could be like, right, Harvey's gone. Let me now be the person to take his spot as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Kind of lead that charge. Yep. And then giving the city someone else to look to rather than this like lie. Mm. And from that standpoint, he definitely could have done more as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Um, He wouldn't have needed to be masked Batman. No, he
1: didn't have to. He could have finally have been done
0: with Batman. Yeah, because the city, like all the criminals were gone, the corruption was out of there.
1: Yeah, thousand people in the jail cells. (laughs) Yeah, so,
0: yeah, it's just an interesting thought. Yeah, Um, it's a good thought. But yeah, I just don't see Bruce Wayne. I think he'd still need his suit <laughs> <laughs> to beat up those henchmen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah. Any other thoughts around? I guess Bane or even um, what's her name, Miranda, Miranda Tate, Miranda Tate.
1: Yeah. Um, you know there is something that I caught early on in the film. Which yep. She's um doing this fundraiser event for yeah. her um for her front. That's. Not really, a, yeah. Yeah,
0: like charity. Charity thing. or whatever. Front.
1: Yeah. Um, she says, like, in order to restore balance or whatever, you need to invest. Right. And I thought that was a little bit sus because she isn't saying, like, in order to do good or in order to restore right. good. She says in order to restore it balance. S- it and
0: it's slips like, a bit. It slips a bit. Like, this, in the same scene, she says to Bruce something, she's like, "Um, you wouldn't have invested half of your fortune trying to make a difference if- um, you didn't mean it or something. Yeah, and then he g- <clears throat> he gave this little look, mm. and I like I don't know if that's her exact line, mm. but I that line could be read that she was referring to him being Batman. Yeah, he does invest all this money into him being Batman.
1: Wow, that's good. I didn't pick up on that one.
0: <laughs> there are a few of those. Yeah, but you could like if you're watching
1: this for the first time, you'll never be able to pick no, it up. But I didn't. I didn't some, predict it. Yeah, for us who have watched this many times over, yeah. She's obviously, like, the bad guy. There's the so
0: many things, and there's so many moments that I'm like, oh, clearly. So, like, for example, um, c- the, they're trying to track the truck that this nuclear bomb's mm. on, mm. and Miranda joins a team. <laughs> and so, she- I never noticed until this time watching, she was the one they they get to say, tell us if it's in this truck. Like, yeah. if it ticks over 200, give us a signal, and we'll mark it. Yep. And so, she goes, yeah, it's this one. And Mm -hmm. so, they mark it. And so, then later when they open the truck and it's empty, it's because she marked it. i would (laughs) always been like, wait, why is it empty? (laughs) I'd miss that she was the one that told them. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then, like, Bane is working with her to keep her, like, secret safe. So, when he um, captures them Mm -hmm. to, uh, like, deactivate the- nuclear yeah power thing. Yeah. She goes with them mm. and she has to be one of the people. She's like, no no, you'll just let yourself die. We gotta we may as well just let him do it. <laughs> <laughs> Manages to f- you know find her way into
1: the heart of Bruce. Yeah, yeah. The betrayal there and the slow knife the slow finds knife. its way into the
0: bones and <laughs> but, yeah. oh. I thought
1: it was a great um uh, monologue. Yeah, I good. enjoyed that monologue. And then his retort,
0: be- he's like, it looks like your knife is too <laughs> slow. <laughs> <laughs> And <laughs> is a bit cheeky, yeah. <laughs> Whilst he has a knife between his ribs, <laughs> yeah. uh, his,
1: his face during those scenes where he's just like,
0: "Yeah, oh, that going, was the other thing I was uh, gonna say." <laughs> <laughs> He does not look as good as Batman in no. this movie. I don't yeah. know what's happened. Maybe it's the the costumes fits differently. Yeah. But his mouth in every scene just looks like squish. <laughs> like yeah. he's pucking his lips and <laughs> he's like got this wrinkle under his cheek. Like it's all pressed in there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think maybe they've reused the suit and his his body's changed a little bit. Yeah. So that was one thing that wasn't as great. And especially <laughs> that scene where he's been stabbed. Yeah. And he's like, just oh. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. Why? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so wasn't wasn't as good as Batman. I didn't think. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, that whole betrayal. I th- I thought that was well done, and mm. the idea that Bane wasn't the child, but she was. Yeah, um, was pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Blood Even tourist. though it was kind of like it still doesn't solve the whole thing of the pit. How she got out of the pit. Yeah, it does make it more interesting. Still silly, but yeah. Um, one criticism that this movie gets is how Bane is killed. Like the way in which he's killed. Oh yeah, he's um respirator no no she, uh, selena carl just comes in and shoots him oh sorry yeah she comes in with the um bat motorbike
1: yeah like,
0: and, <laughs> and he's just, just dead blows that's a it. hole through him yeah because yeah. <laughs> it, it feels very abrupt yeah that's fair
1: but he was already kind of dying
0: anyway i think um like we'd already respirator. seen the defeat yeah like batman had already beaten yeah. him i did see that today i was like oh wow that was like clean cut like yeah gone but yeah he's already yeah. Yeah. So I've I've never had really a problem with that. Like we already had gone the satisfying defeat. Like he'd been beaten down.
1: Yeah.
0: Um Yeah. So what do you think? Batman obviously loses to Bane the first time round, mm-hmm. but then he beats him the second time. Why what what I guess changed in his character so that he was able to beat Bane? Um, I think
1: he mm. He probably has just let go of his fears and insecurities. Um and things that he was holding on to maybe that were just sort of getting in the way of him
0: really giving it all. Okay. Um, See, I got kind of the opposite message because yeah. I thought the idea was that he had no fear. Yeah. Okay. And he was Initially. just there. Like, when he first fought Bane, he just didn't care if he lived or died. Um, Bane says, like, you fight as a man with no like no regard for anything, really. Yeah. And that's like a mistake. Yeah. Um. And then the idea is in the pit. He learns. Right. Oh, I actually need a fear. I need a fear. Okay, fear loss. Yeah. Um. And one thing I thought in that second fight compared to the first, so Batman comes in the first fight and he's just angry. He's like swinging wildly. Yeah. And <laughs> Batman's like, All right, whatever. Just punch me. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. But um, the second fight. Um. Bruce is much more tactical mm. and he aims for the mask a lot mm-hmm. trying because he learns that it's like this is keeping him his pain at bay. Mm-hmm. So he targets that. As soon as that gets kind of knocked out, mm. Bane just starts losing it. And he just starts fighting with rage. Yeah. So, it's almost like the thing that made both of them lose was when they stopped, I guess, being so strategic and just started just fighting with anger. Mm. Um, anger, yeah, okay. anger was the thing that kind of led to them losing. That's a good point. It was, I mean a vague yeah. thing. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. Your your mind gets clouded when you're filled with rage. Yeah. Um
1: Yeah, I sense something maybe was holding him back, and it's in that pit where he was able to just let like, go of whatever's holding him back. Right. Um But the other way could also be true that he had no
0: fear. Yeah, okay. Well what did you think he let go of then in the pit?
1: Um, again, his fear of that if that if he dies the city won't have Batman, or he won't be able to be Batman anymore. Oh, I guess he doesn't want to lose the ability to be Batman. To be Batman. Okay. Yeah.
0: Interesting.
1: Um. So I felt like that's what he lost in the by attempting the jump.
0: Right. Like. <clears throat> it, like it doesn't. Whatever.
1: Matter. Like it doesn't matter. If like I die. Yeah.
0: I die. Well, see. Because I think that Batman dies with me. Right. But I if see.
1: I make it well. I get to go and stop.
0: Yeah. Well, no so I think the message that I got from the pit scene is it's funny, we've gone like completely different perspectives. <laughs> yeah. So um Alfred, his whole point was that Bruce was going into this wanting to die. He's like, I don't think the problem isn't I'm not worried that you'll lose, I'm worried that you want to lose. Mm. Um because Batman or Bruce doesn't have anything to live for. He's like, I don't really, there's nothing left for me here. Mm. I'm just gonna go into this recklessly. And Alfred's like, I don't, you don't care. You're not looking out for yourself. You're old now. You can't do this the same way you did it before. Yep. You can't just go and fight Bane. Mm. Um, you, you're not, you don't care if you're going to die. Yeah. Okay. And then in the pit, he talks to that old doctor. Yeah. And he's like, um, he goes, the thing that's making you fail is fear. And Bruce mm. goes, I'm not afraid. And he's like, how are you meant to make the jump without the biggest driving force, which is the fear of death? Yeah. Okay. And then he's like, well, I am I am afraid of dying here while Gotham falls without me being able to help. Yep. And then he goes, well, jump without the rope and then fear will find you. And so, then they have that symbol of when he gets up there without the rope and then the bats fly out. Yeah. He's, he's startled, he's scared all of a sudden. Yep. And the idea is like, oh, now he actually has- He doesn't want to die anymore. He's mm. got something to to live for. He's got something to actually fight for. Mm. And I think that was the idea is like getting out of this pit of kind of- Hopelessness. Yeah, okay. Of like, mm. there's no point to anything, and it gets to the top and he's like, I'm gonna make it. There is something worth fighting for here. Yep. That's what I that's what I I mean I think it's you've got a, I feel like you've got a very different perspective though. Yeah. Which I'm not sure if that's exactly what Christopher Nolan was getting at, but I think that it could be that's interesting. That yeah, I have a different perspective. But yeah. I'm willing, you
1: know, to concede to um Christopher Nolan's um, to get it, it <laughs> well, could be like it's just what I picked up on no that's right and that's yeah. one of the cool things about that's, movies yeah. is you can kind of just draw what you get out of it yeah I'm not saying what I'm what my perspective was right but that's kind of just what I was seeing.
0: Yeah, yeah cool well is there more to that like that kind of idea that you unpack or you, you thought around I guess so from your perspective Batman or well, Bruce Wayne's living for Batman he's yeah. like this is I'm holding on to this yep this is the thing that gives me meaning or purpose mm. or my identity yep and then once he's getting out of the pit, is him letting go of that identity, of being like, Batman isn't the only thing that defines me. Yeah.
1: Batman isn't the only thing I have to live for. Um, because if, if um, again, in that hole, he thought Batman was the only thing he had to live for, then he wouldn't have been able to make the jump because then the jump would have- um, potentially kill them and then mm. he wouldn't be able to continue being Batman and so he's yeah I guess left that mentality in the pit right um, and it's now freed him to just I guess he doesn't need to be the messiah you know like
0: yeah right um, of, of the city anymore. he doesn't have to feel, fit this role that he thinks is like defines, defines who defines him yeah um, and so he's he can able to he just be to, Bruce yeah he
1: can just be Bruce um, yeah and and I guess that frees him to to make the jump. Um,
0: yeah, and I th- I think I mean I could even agree with that in some respect. based on how the movie ends, yeah. The idea of like, well, he does give up Batman at mm. the end of the movie. He's like, I don't need to be this person anymore. Yeah, I can trust other people to do that. Yep, and I can go and live happily ever after. Yeah, he stumbles on <laughs> an amazing opportunity to yeah to that's kill right. Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, oh, mate, let's get into that. Um. Actually, maybe we'll jump ahead. the uh, The plot, the plot hole segment, yes. the, the the final segment, the final plot hole segment of this podcast. Yep. as we finish up the Dark Knight trilogy. Mm. Mm. Um, that is one big one. So the movie ends with him flying the nuclear bomb. Yep, out over the harbor, mm. and then it blows up. Yep, but wait, <laughs> he lived because he fixed the autopilot. Or did he live? Ooh. Well, was the movie was, the movie was Alfred imagining? <laughs> it. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's old. <laughs> <laughs> well, then also, uh, what's his face? <laughs> Robin, the the guy's name, real name is Robin. Yeah, he got sent a package from Bruce. That's true. The, or, the autopilot was repaired. Yeah. Um, and I, think, no, I do think he lived. Yeah. 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 Um, How though? That's the question. well. That's the question. At, where did he get out of the the, the helicopter? Yeah. Because the last time you see him is, like, five seconds before the plane blows up. So, clearly, that's, like, a flashback. Yes. He was flying it. But,
1: like- Yeah, there's, like, two minutes left on the clock. And, yeah. like, Al, that's not a lot of time to- No. You know, you don't see him ejecting out of the, the thing or whatever. It's right. Like, escape pod and the thing.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna, I would assume as soon as it, like, kind of takes off, mm. pretty much straight away, he'd hop out. Yeah, but they obviously yeah. wouldn't show it because yeah. it ruins it. It is one of those those movie magic moments. There right? is
1: a um, fan theory out there that explains that. Oh yeah, what's yeah. that?
0: I didn't have time to look it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can uh, do a quick. Yeah, look it up. We we can we can edit out while we while you look for it. Um. Yeah. So we couldn't find it. No, there is no answer to that. <laughs> 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 um.
1: If I remember vaguely, though, it's somehow Bruce. Uh, swapped ships or something like the, the thing that was flying. Yeah, he had a second one or okay. Um, managed to yeah. Is it like
0: a a, a double a de- like a, a decoy, switch? Yeah, okay, thing where. Right.
1: Yeah, that's uh if I remember the fan theory.
0: It's probably it's probably using the same magic that makes him disappear when everyone turns the other way. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, it just uses those powers. Um, mm. The other plot hole. Mm. Well, I guess even just the weird, que- the difficult question is. Well, okay. So the timeline of this movie, basically, Bruce Wayne goes to that pit. Five months later, he ends up in Gotham. It's five months. It's five okay. months because you hear the line. Than that. You hear the line that it will take five months for the the bomb to yeah, decay. Yeah, um,
1: it's been a long time.
0: Yeah, and so you don't really know how long he was in the pit, and you don't know at which point he escaped. But he did escape after. Oh, there was some event that happened. I can't remember. Oh, it was after the FBI came over and got hung on the bridge. Yeah, okay. That's when he he. That had happened before he escaped. Yep. So, the question is, how did he get from the pit back to Gotham? <laughs> Surely he had some, like, connections or something wherever he was. But how, yeah. he didn't know where the pit was. He didn't know where it was. He had nothing on him. He has no money at this point. Yeah. He's broke. That's right. But I think, like, for me, that's also never been really an issue. Because I'm yeah. like, he's still Batman. He's still Batman. Just he jump on a plane somewhere. <laughs> take someone out yeah you know,
1: smart detective Batman
0: yeah yeah and obviously that that whole sequence I mean we don't really need to see how he got back we can just no. assume he did yeah and it leads to a cool reveal maybe he steps out of the shadows and he's in <laughs> um but yeah those are the only two plot holes that I thought of or noticed mm. and, or had heard of while yep. watching it did you have anything um no cool well there you go that was that was the final plot hole segment mm. Alright. Let's get into uh I guess some of the values, some of the um morals or things that we thought were interesting yeah in this movie. What did you what did you think about that, Tilla? Sure.
1: Um, where's my notes? Um, there was um the scene when Bane is exposing the cover up of Harvey Dent's real demise when he's like in front of the courtroom. Yeah. Yeah. Or um wherever that is. I think it's a courtroom. Um, you have the scene switching between Bane's speech and Commissioner Gordon talking to John Blake, the, yeah.
0: the new apprentice detective.
1: Um, and Commissioner Gordon's basically trying to defend his action.
0: Yeah, he's justifying it. He's trying to
1: justify it. And he says, One day you may face such a moment of crisis. The crisis is talking about his family being held hostage by Dent at the end of, of the Dark Knight. And in that crisis, I hope you have a friend like I did to plunge their hands into the to the filth so, that you can keep yours clean. Right. I really like that. Um, you know, Batman takes the fall for dent and also saves Gordon's reputation. Yeah. And and job <laughs> in the process <laughs> as well. Yeah, he really takes the hit yeah. for a
0: lot of people. Definitely.
1: Um, so, that just, like, that's just, like, the whole point of Jesus, right? It just reminded me- um, you know, it says in the Bible that he who knew no sin became sin that we might become the righteous, righteousness mm. of God. Mm. Like, Jesus plunged himself into the filth of our sins so that we might be made clean. Yeah. You know, Jesus takes the fall. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, you know, we are the dents We are the Gordons that, that fall short.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, that's like a really clear kind of analogy there. Very clear analogy. I caught that. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's really cool. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. Batman was the um, the scapegoat. That's right. Yeah, where well, yeah. Jesus played that role for us. Yes. That whole um concept there, um I think the the line that he says back is like your your hands look plenty dirty to mm. me. What do you think about I guess that whole moral conundrum of what Batman and Gordon decided to do? Mm. So they were like, well, Harvey Dent has gone completely psycho, Mm. tried to kill people, but no one knows that and what he stood for has motivated a lot of people to do good Mm. because he was doing good in the face of such, like, opposition. Yeah. So, we don't want to ruin his name and kind of take away everyone's hope or everyone's motivation. Yeah. We're going to pretend that he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. I actually don't agree with that. Right. Because they're
1: deciding for- how people react to it. And yeah. done. They're deciding for the city. Um, and so, I, yeah, I don't agree. I think the truth should be brought.
0: Yeah. Um, and I think that kind of sp- comes down to one of the, the topics of the whole movie or Batman in general um, or the whole trilogy, the idea that that's where Bruce Wayne could really come in. Yeah. Like Batman is there for the street level. <laughs> taking out the thugs who yep. are kind of above the law, mm. who have got all this bribery, he can just go in and take them out anyway. He doesn't need to worry about his police chief being corrupt. Yep. But now that a lot of those people have been exposed and Harvey Dent had all that, done all that work, mm. Bruce Wayne can step in and be like, look, we're going to continue this. I'm going to represent what Harvey Dent used to stand for and continue to push and pursue those things. Yep. Um, and I think, yeah, you could potentially see a much, I guess, more ethical way of having the same motivation (laughs) for people.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, Bruce is in a position to do it. He's got power, he's got money, he's got influence, right? If anyone can, you know, use
0: their power and influence for good, it's Bruce. Yeah. Um, Yeah. There was one quote that I thought was interesting um, that you you could potentially get something out of. um, Because Gordon... I mean, they're trying to start a revolution within the revolution, the fake revolution that Bane starts. Yeah. Um, I guess, well, for those who haven't watched it, we should probably <laughs> catch you up. Um, what did I get up to? They got a nuclear bomb into the city mm. uh, and Bane was basically like, we're giving the power to the people. That's right. So, he, start, he motivates everyone to just go and loot things, t- tear down anyone who's in a position of power. Tear the establishment down. Yeah, and yeah. just take it back. So yep. you're in control. Yeah. Again, that kind of illusion of control. Yeah. Um, that you see in the Joker. As the city's well. crazy.
1: <laughs> this, the city of Gotham. They just.
0: <laughs> they're all just oh, like it's a it's a black powdered box. Yeah. Waiting to blow. Whatever
1: up. someone does, they just.
0: Yeah. Like, they go through. Yeah. That's right. Um. But so then within that kind of chaos, uh, all the police are kind of trapped in the sewers. Mm. Um. So there's some that are still there. That like Commissioner Gordon's like, right, we need to. A- Somehow defuse this bomb or take mm. down Bane, um, but then he's like second in command. I think it is. I don't know who it, who the guy is. He's he doesn't come and help the um the other policeman, police yeah, captain or something. Okay, yeah, police captain. Yep, <laughs> he's hiding at home. Yeah, his <laughs> kind of reasoning is like, look. We we can't do anything. The other the people outside the city will help us. Yep. We just need to sit tight and wait for them to do something. Yeah. And Gorna's perspective is like they're not gonna come and help. They're yeah. not gonna they're not gonna make a difference. We within the city need to actually need to make the change. Stand up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And I think um I feel like there's a few things you could take from that, but I I mean, there's very clear, like, parallels between that and even when you're talking about, I guess, political uh movements mm. or um, changes within the church, yeah, um, or even like on a personal level, yep. like bettering yourself. Mm. Um, I think a lot of times we can just sit back and be like, oh, there's this thing that's going wrong, like whether there's this, 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 this preaching that's happening or mm. this behavior within the church that isn't appropriate, yep. um, or I keep doing this thing that's wrong mm. and we can just rely on someone else. Yeah. I think there's like, there's a name for it where you kind of, you can just sit back and be like, well, someone else will deal with that problem. Yeah. Oh, I forget what the word is. But um, it's so easy to be like, I don't have to worry about that. I, I'll just mind my own business. Yeah. It's not a problem. Um, but I really think what Commissioner Gordon says is like true in life is the issues need to be resolved from the inside. Mm. And so, even as Christians, when it comes to the church, for example, yep. um, we're called to rebuke each other to tell each other if we notice some where someone's falling short. That's right. Um contrary to popular belief. Where it's like <laughs> you can't judge <laughs> Well actually, we're there to help each other if if we see someone sinning or mm. remind them, hey look, that's not that's not right. Speak the truth in love. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um not not waiting for someone else to do that. Because it is a hard thing to do. It's not easy. No, that's right. Um but being willing to go, no, this is actually this this needs to be changed yes. and i'm the one who's willing to make that change
1: no, yeah it's having those difficult conversations yeah that's uh, right they're not
0: easy but um you know the the reason we do them is because of love love that's is an right.
1: undergirding principle
0: yeah well the idea is that and when we talk about sin or we talk about disobeying god yep it's not just arbitrary rules no um if we think of an example let's say i mean god's often referred to as our father yep and so if we think about our own parents um, they often provide rules for us as we're growing up, mm. which may seem arbitrary at the time. It's yeah. like, don't play on the road. Oh, I can see the cars coming. <laughs> 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 and there's so much open space. <laughs> but in reality, you know, there might be a reckless driver who just speeds through. You don't have time to get off the road. They can't see you. You're a tiny child. Yeah. And so, these things where if you see another child playing on the road, yep. you see a sibling out there- you don't go, well, I'll wait for someone else to tell them. You go, no, get off the road, man. <laughs> get off the road, <laughs> it's, yeah. You're, you're, it's unsafe for you to be there. That's right. We have um, rules for our safety. That's right. And so, it's kind of our responsibility to look out for each other. And yep. if you see someone walking into sin or walking, disobeying, living a life in disobedience, mm. going, hey, that's not safe. Yeah. That's not a place that you want to be. Yeah. Um. But even just on a personal note, I know that sometimes you can be have, have areas of sin in your life where you're like, oh- uh, I'll get to that. You know, that's not as big an issue. Uh, The Holy Spirit will change me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'll wait for someone else to tell me.
1: I'll Um, change at some point. Yeah,
0: that's right. And rather than taking the initiative and that that change needs to come from within, we need to actually make the decision. No, this is wrong. Mm. I'm repenting of this. I'm I'm turning away from this now, like immediately. Yeah. Um, Yeah,
1: we can go on that. Like we just came from a conference where um, we were talking about grace and truth. Yeah. Where we can either lean towards truth. Or just grace, you right? Know? And apart, they're not effective. You know, you can just have grace for yourself, but you know it, that grace can become a license to continue to living, do whatever you want and that's in that yeah. sin, doing whatever you want. Or you can be really focused truth on truth, truth, which or the law can turn into condemnation. Yeah, that's right. But if you have it together, that's where you'll stop. Yeah. To see change when you apply grace and truth together for that's yourself right. and for others. Yeah. The
0: way you yeah. view yourself, the way you view your friends. Yeah. Because um, I think that's the way God views us as well to yeah. some extent is that he obviously has a great idea of his law. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he perfectly understands what's right and wrong. That's right. But at the same time, he's paid the price for all our wrongdoing. Ultimate. Yeah. Um, he's given the ultimate act of grace to us. Yep. Uh, and so, we should really be living in a similar way. Amen. But yeah, I thought that was an interesting interesting line. Um something a bit smaller, which I thought also thought was is significant. One yep. of the big strengths about Batman, which I kind of thought at the start, is that he has all these friends. Yeah. All these people who are supporting. Him. He's got Alfred, he's got Fox, he's got Commissioner Gordon, <laughs> and then he gets um, the police guy in there at yeah. towards the end. And- yeah. Uh, Catwoman, yeah. And then what you see is Bane. He has all these minions. <laughs> <laughs> he has people who are who are disposable. Disposable. He doesn't care about them. Well, that's Ra's al Ghul. Or the that's sh- the Legacy, League of Shadows. League of they kind Shadows. of they believe in this thing that's greater, mm. right? And they're willing to die for that. That's right. But there's no love there. No, there isn't. And no really, it's like it.
1: the few that decide who dies, and
0: really, yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, those in power who decide. Yeah, and I think, though, I mean, the Bible talks about that as well, where it's the idea of, well, I mean, the question is, if you're dying for something and there is is no love there, what is it really worth dying for? No, it's not. And it's this kind of corrupt view of justice. Yes. The idea of, like, this city is deserving of death. I mean, like we're saying, all truth, no grace. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they're completely deserving of death and we're willing to die so that they can die. yeah. And, which is like, okay, that's crazy. That's <laughs> insane, man. Come on. Yeah. That's, and mm, so, whereas, whereas solution, Batman man. really kind of, at least to some extent, has more of a view of grace. Mm-hmm. um, In the sense that when it comes to Selena Kyle. Yeah. She's a criminal. She is. She betrays him. Yeah. He, he still gives her another chance. He does. Um, It's very much like seeing that idea of, will love and relationship come before condemnation? Amen. Um, Amen. Is, yeah. Another cool, I guess, value you get out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, any any other thoughts around I guess. And the, and the that valleys? like grace that he shows her is what like changes. Transforms Selena, her. Yeah. her a little she bit at the she end. sees that actually, well, he believes in me. Yeah. He thinks I'm better than this and makes her recognise that okay, I could do more. Yeah. So I, I thought that's that was true. Really cool. yeah, it's a good message. <laughs> <laughs> Love is what changes people. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um final final thoughts around the values?
1: Uh let me see. Um, what else did I have Um, yeah I guess the idea that you know we all have we're all capable of doing good Mm. we all can be Batman (laughs) (laughs) Um, every child woman man um, can and do good within their context with the resources that they have available to them Mm. and I like what Commissioner Gordon says like Batman can look like someone putting like a a cop putting a coat.
0: That's what Bruce Wayne says to him. Yeah, that's yeah. what Bruce Wayne says to him. And, yeah. like,
1: he has that flashback to when he did that for a little bit, yeah, right? that's right. Just the smallest act. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You don't need to be this cool guy, swath, yeah. billionaire, superior with cool gadgets, you know. That's you can, right. like, make the right choices and make right decisions and care for people. Yeah,
0: I think- um, In your day-to-day life, in the mundane. That's right. Yeah. There's that idea. There's this movie, I think it was Evan Almighty. Did you ever watch that? (laughs) (laughs) It's Uh, about like Noah or something. Um, But it had that idea of like the daily act of kindness. Yeah. Or the small act of kindness. Yeah. And so, that's one perspective of like doing something, even small things that are good. Mm -hmm. You can do that. Yeah, well, that's how you, you know, push back against- Kind of evil and
1: wrong and sin and things like
0: that. Yeah, but I think that also applies to how we obey God. Yes. um, In the sense of like, as Christians, you can sometimes feel like I'm not good enough. Yeah. That idea of not giving grace to yourself. Mm. Um, But really when it comes to serving God and obeying God, Mm. it's about your context. Yeah, So that's right. You might not be a a missionary in Africa kind of, healing the masses and seeing these huge transformations. Yeah. But you might be, I don't know, a, a 9 to 5 office worker. Yeah. And you have a friend like you have made a connection in that office where someone's going through a tough time and you yep. listen to them and offer to pray for them. Mm. Um, and that's in your context so that might be a really challenging thing to do. Mm. But at, at the same time it's a small step of like this is a way that I can be be God to these people.
1: Yeah. Uh, be show his love. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah yeah, be light in in this space. Yeah. We all have that. We're all capable. Of we all that. have those opportunities.
0: Um, we all have those opportunities. So yeah, that's yeah. cool. Great. Um, here we go. The uh, I missed a couple of weeks, but the the youth group youth pastor <laughs> takeaway. All right. <laughs> <laughs> As <laughs> the dark it. night rose, so Jesus Christ rose for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Pretty good. That's that's pretty fire. That's pretty good. Uh, uh, all right. Well. That's that's been our um, our review. Let's get into some <laughs> some nice <laughs> some nice trivia just to, to finish up the Batman trilogy. We've yeah. got we've got our great IMDb tri- IMDb trivia page once again. Um, let's see. Tom Hardy, standing at five foot nine, had mm. to wear three inch lifts to make his character Bane appear as tall.
1: See, I did see that. I was like, he's a oh, lot really? taller than I know. Like. Um- you know Tom he Hardy is. to oh, be, yeah, right. he, in the movie. I'm like, why how is no, he so t- tall? Because I'm like, like the same big. height as him. Yeah, he's like tall and big. And I'm like, is he that tall <laughs> really in real life? So yeah,
0: no, it's so good. Um, the line when uh, when Bane's listening to the, the child sing the national anthem. Yeah. The line that's a lovely, lovely voice was improvised by Tom Hardy, <laughs> which was a good line actually. <laughs> it really spoke to his like. What's your best Bane impression to? <laughs> That's a lovely, (laughs) lovely voice. (laughs) You think that gives you power over me? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I think that really made him seem a bit more, like, unhinged. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Here we go. Uh, Let's see. Let's get something really good for this final one. Uh, In the scene, at the end... (laughs) Well, this is, I've chosen a great one. But the lawyer's clerk reveals John Blake's real name. The word Robin was dubbed in during post-production to keep this a secret from all of the crew. Wow. There wow. you go. Really, they sh- didn't need to. <laughs> <laughs> Unnecessary. Unnecessarily kept a secret. Uh, great. Okay, well, that's been our... Um, Dark Knight Rises review. Dark Knight Trilogy. Dark Knight Trilogy done. Yeah. We, uh, I reckon we should we should watch the, the Batman. <laughs> now that we're on the, the, the Batman, um, Batman role. Yeah. Or, I mean, we could come back to it later. I would, I'd be keen to actually, yeah. Compare it immediately after. Yeah. That would but be I cool. I think we just
1: need to take a break from Batman for a little bit
0: and then come back to it. Yeah. Later. I think that's a good idea. Later, for sure. Um, all right. Well, yeah. What have you been watching? What are you looking forward to, Tiller, in the world of movies or TV shows or life? Great
1: question. I have not been watching anything, but I'm looking forward to Mission Impossible. Um, yes.
0: Yeah. Our next episode, yeah. we're, um, we're going to be reviewing the new Mission Impossible. That's right. Mission Impossible. Dead Reckoning tomorrow, Part 1. So, but well, but that's tomorrow from when we're recording. Yes. Um, we'll be watching it next week. So keen. Yeah, really keen for that. So, that'll be our next episode.
1: Barbenheimer month.
0: Hi- I don't <laughs> Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer. Think- <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'll watch Barbie, but I'll... um watch okay. Oppenheimer for sure. I will watch both and then give a, a brief review for you guys. <laughs> cool. um, yeah, I watched I've watched quite a bit actually. I've been watching the the Secret Invasion, oh, the Marvel the show, TV show. Cool. Yeah, I I've yeah. seen the first two episodes so far and mm. I mean it's it's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's very much on the same vein as like all the other Marvel shows have been. Yeah, okay. Very it's like I don't know. Have you found the Marvel shows cuz I have been like a lot of these should have just been movies.
1: Yeah. Like, a lot of them could have been movies. The only Marvel show I think I've really watched is the one with, um, his name? The one that does the- Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. The new Hawkeye, I guess, his Apprentice. Yeah, right. Hawkeye. Yeah. Hawkeye. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, that one was good. I enjoyed, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I don't know if there's a second season or-
0: No, but they're doing one called Echo about- um, There was that deaf ninja yeah. in
1: the show. They're doing a spinoff.
0: Doing a off yeah. about her, apparently. Unless they've stopped doing that. <laughs> but yeah, it's just- A lot of those shows, it feels like there's too much- It's too long. I'm getting they tired sh- of Marvel. They should have <laughs> cut out a lot of it and made it just to a movie. Yeah. So I'm not big on TV shows either, so- Okay. Um- yeah, but I mean it's it's okay. It's more Nick Fury. Yeah, I haven't seen Nick Fury for a while. What about Ahsoka? Ahsoka? You that? No, okay. <laughs> I'm kind of burnt out of stars, Wars. Star Wars? and especially yeah. I, I haven't seen the most recent series of Mandalorian either. Yeah, I watched Andor because you convinced me because Andor was good. Andor, well, because <laughs> I'd watched the first three episodes of that, I think. Yeah, and you weren't. I was like, ah, not mm-hmm. compelled. But then you're like, nah, no, finish you gotta it, keep going, and it got better. I really <laughs> yeah. liked that, um, but. Mandalorian, yeah. Boba Fett, yeah, kind of have been like meh, <laughs> really. And I, and Ahsoka seems to be well. My assumption is it's similar to those, yeah. So I'm not super excited, but I might watch it. I might watch parts of it. Yeah. Will you watch it?
1: I think I, I want to watch it. Okay,
0: so maybe yeah. you tell me if it's worth watching or not. Yeah. Um, I'll
1: see. We'll we'll get we'll get to August and see.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's something that you're looking forward to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. Thanks, everyone, for, for listening. Yeah. Um, if you wanted to get in contact with us, you can send us an email at goodfridayfilmspod at gmail.com. Tell us any movies you want us to watch, review, Yeah. even a TV show you think is good. I want to give it a
1: shout-out to Miles Morales
0: um, from my TikTok who watches all our... Shout out to Miles Morales. Thank you for Podcast. watching. <laughs> do you <laughs> have listening? any
1: movie recommendations you want to send through. Yes.
0: Let us know. Let chuck us, us know. an email. Message Tiller on TikTok or whatever you do to- <laughs> Yeah, chuck a comment. Yeah, chuck a comment. On one of my videos. Um, we're watching Dead Reckoning, uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning part one. So... Feel free to join us next week when we review that. Looking forward to that.
1: It's going to be long. Just going as to long, be long as The Dark Knight Right. But hopefully
0: better because we haven't seen it before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what gives me hope for it. Okay. <laughs> Almost as long as our podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. See ya.